Hey guys, your girl T with the Queen. Welcome back to another episode. Um, yes, we can address the elephant in the room once again. We have been gone for a while due to unforeseen circumstances beyond our control. But anyway, we are back and we are better. I know we always say this, you know, someone actually called us up on this and was like, you guys always say you're going to fix your audio issues and you never do. It's fixed now. It's actually <laughs> fixed, okay? It's That's actually why we fixed. took a big break. Exactly. But now we are back and better and we have a amazing guest for you she is the brilliant the stunning inside and out the style icon model why are you looking shy like why are you looking shocked (laughs) why are you shocked just taking it all in i'm taking it all in taking it all in yes please welcome molly trabo hello family it's good to be here i'm so excited i'm so excited for this topic and i cannot wait yeah. to hear what we put out there and Thanks definitely and she guys. has her own podcast as well the sapier lounge I like do. hit her up show some love over there. show some love 100 percent. like if you're not tired of her voice just jump over <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys thanks. yes um so today's topic we are talking about timing we are talking about timing and when god says wait and i think last season we had joy over on our podcast and we were talking about seasons right and understanding seasons and i guess this is a nice like flow on to seasons and waiting but yeah waiting's hard like mm. let's just <laughs> let's just put that Period. out there waiting is difficult like i'm an impatient person <laughs> i've been told that by many people and i can acknowledge that for myself yes i'm impatient <laughs> so this whole topic of like waiting and timing and waiting for god's time god's perfect time that's yeah really hard for me so that's why we've got Molly, like the best person to talk about this topic with. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I When I wrote down that topic, I was like, I don't know. You just popped into my head. I'm like, right. oh, this would be really good mm. um, to discuss and get your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because mm. I think um, I'm actually, I've just become fond of the topic just for a reason because I think I've been in my waiting period for the longest time. <laughs> um, but I've also yeah. seen the other side of it when mm. you finally receive that one thing that you've been waiting on. Yeah. So it's it's great. Um, and I think you you gave me three topics. Yes. And <laughs> I had to throw about it. I was like, God, Literally. which one? The second one called out for me, but I was mm. like, I don't think I have enough outside of experience that mm. I can share. So I was like, nah, it's the first one. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. So when we talk about timing, like what exactly does that mean? What does that look like realistically? Like tangibly, we only want tangible, mm. <laughs> practical things here. Like what is timing? <sighs> timing and waiting kind of go hand in hand. And uh, people always say timing is of essence. Mm. And like you mentioned, like I'm an impatient person as well. And <laughs> I can agree on that one. <laughs> I'm working well, on myself. I'm working yeah. on myself. So I'm not. I'm not going to carry that as my identity. Exactly, but I'm definitely exactly. working on myself and trusting God mm-hmm. um, through it as well. And I think when um, I think about questions about timing, mm-hmm. timing kind of takes me back in the Bible mm-hmm. um, when people waited for things that God had promised, mm-hmm. and um, that kind of reassures me as well. So timing is, I guess, being in that season when you're waiting on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and trusting mm. um, for that one thing, be it um, this is a sensitive topic for for a lot of people. Yeah, um, people are waiting on like papers from immigrations. People are waiting for kids to mm-hmm. conceive. People are waiting for spouses. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. <laughs> <laughs> people are waiting for exams, um, mm-hmm. exam responses, and stuff. Yeah. So, speaking from my experience, there was a time when I actually waited for eight years for my citizenship to come through. Wow. I know wow. you recently got it. And I it recently was like got it. See um, what the Lord has done kind of moment. Yes. Mm. And I think um, the most important thing about that season for me is there's always going to be knockbacks or mm. setbacks. And that's literally the key to timing, you know, because yeah. a lot of people think you just sit around and wait, but mm-hmm. it's not. And it reminds me of the be still and know because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a time when I was reading that um, verse and I'm like what do you mean do I just sit relax hold yeah. my hands and just wait on whatever it is that I'm praying for mm-hmm. and this was actually in relation to like online dating <laughs> which is so weird <laughs> and I was like you know Christians are very we're weird mm. about online dating yeah you know, it's it's like do you do it yeah. do you not is that like an you approved know? thing for yeah. a Christian like, like, you know what I mean and yeah. that's what I was conflicted with mm-hmm. i was like do i just just being still means god should indicate whether i should sign up or not yeah 
And then it dawned on me. I was like, it means be still in spirit, mm. not physically or you mm. know, because you just can't sit around, lock yourself in your house, and expect for someone to show up. Like, and we, <laughs> that's like hey, fake. But but really, <laughs> at, at the vast majority of people, listen. Don't even happen. get me started on people that say, "God told me this is my man." Oh because, my goodness! Exactly. <laughs> why is God not telling me? I'm his child too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a very sensitive topic, but mm-hmm. once you experience the other side of it, mm. it's it's beautiful. You realize that your weight was never in vain. Mm. Everything like falls into place. Mm -hmm. And I guess like for me, thinking about this realistic, like practically, it's easier to wait when you know how much time you have. Yeah. Like until the thing happens. Mm. Like if you set an alarm or set a timer, you know, the time's counting down. So you know how much time you have until you get what you were praying for. It it defeats the purpose of what waiting is. (laughs) But not really though. But you just know that yes, you are you are waiting, but like you know how long you're waiting for. I feel like if if I knew how long I was waiting for for something, it would mm. put me at peace. But then I'm not having faith, right? No, that's the bit where it's like oh, like a gray area. Like yes, I know if I know how long it's gonna take, I'm not really mm-hmm. exercising my faith. Yeah, exactly. So you can say the same for like Abraham in the Bible. Like he was told to wait. Yeah. And they took it upon themselves to help God. <laughs> and I think a lot of times we tend to do that as yeah. well. Like yeah, we, we do. We like to like progress. Yeah. Because we're impatient. Along. We're yeah. impatient. Yes. We want it now. We live in a fast food world, yes. fast yeah. everything, you mm-hmm. know. So you just want it now. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, you're right. But that's, to some extent, it does defeat the purpose because mm-hmm. waiting requires you to trust. Waiting yeah. requires you to have, you know, that faith mm-hmm. and stuff that it's going to come to fruition or whatever it is that you're waiting on, what yeah. you're praying for. I don't know. People pray for like a lot of different things and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. But that's what the problem is as well though, because because we're impatient and we don't want to wait. We mm. always think that we can help God mm-hmm. mm. with whatever it is. Mm. Or like, you know, like God, I know you can do it, but let me just speed up the process. Mm. Yeah. Really, we don't trust him. Yeah. We're doubting. Like it's from a place Facts. of lack of trust. Yeah. You know how we say like faith without works is dead, right? Yeah. So if you're saying I can't help God along, but I'm trying to exercise my work. How do you how do you reconcile those two thoughts? You can't help yourself, not God. Mm. So, like going back to what I was saying, like being still. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Being still doesn't mean that you do nothing. And I, I think a lot of us are, well, not myself. <laughs> I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. But a lot of people, when they hear wait or the waiting um, season or mm-hmm. period, they think just folding your hands, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Waiting sometimes means you work on other things. Mm. that may not be related or may be related to what you're waiting on mm-hmm. um, but you're constantly working on your character uh, for example if you're if you're waiting on a relationship mm-hmm. right you still have things to work on from your past relationship you still yeah. have things to work on on yourself and you're still going to have things to work on when that person comes around mm-hmm. so why are you sitting around doing nothing <laughs> There's literally work to do. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. No, that's not what it means. It, yeah. it means put yourself to work and stuff. Get busy. Mm-hmm. So when that thing comes, you're ready to step into it. And yeah. um, I was reading a book. It's called Single and Ready to Mingle. Oh. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the questions was, once you are out of your single season and someone would ask you, what have you done with it? Mm-hmm. What would you say? Like, mm. what did you mm. spend doing in your single season and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I've just been spending it just TikTok waiting. Like, when's the band? Okay, I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. No, it's not about you being ready. Mm. What if God is cultivating them? It's not always mm. about you when you're waiting. You know? I like that. And that's why I think it's important to kind of take that work back in yourself. Mm-hmm. As long as it's towards the kingdom then you're good. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're working on is going to be in alignment with God's purpose mm-hmm. um, over your life. So that's just how I see it. Yeah. No, I like that. Like sometimes you waiting is not, you're waiting for yourself to be ready. It's someone else. Yeah. That's an important point. Cause I think it's easy to kind of like, just feel like, Oh, I'm the one that needs to do mm. the work. I'm the one that like still has flaws that I need to fix. Yeah. But sometimes it's not me. Thank oh. you. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And just um, the point that you brought up, it kind of also reminds me of, you know, that parable with the landowner who mm. gave his servants like money. Yeah. And one of them went to go bury it, waiting for when he returns. Just in that line of thought, like, yeah, what are you doing when you're waiting? Exactly. Are you like multiplying what yeah. you have in the, yeah. in the moment or are you just like sitting around? You're still the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know you've mentioned like citizenship as well. Mm. What other times in your life have you felt like I need to wait right now? Like I can't, I can't move forward. So I'll briefly go back to the citizenship. Mm -hmm. So um, when I came to Australia, I came um, via sponsorship. Mm -hmm. So that meant that the visa that I was on, I wasn't entitled to certain Mm -hmm. things. Um, I had an advantage to some of the um, international students in Mm -hmm. in a sense that I still had discount to my um, student tuition and stuff. But it meant that I would have to pay it upfront. There was a time when mum was paying for my tuition fees when Mm -hmm. I finished high school. And then my siblings also went to a private school. They required that. So I kind of had to sacrifice Mm. my position um, so that they can just carry on with their education. And then in that Mm. moment, I was working towards like something that would get me a job so that I can, I guess, work towards um, Mm. funding for my own tuition and stuff. I got really frustrated um, during that period because mm. I was looking at my age and I'm like, typically everyone graduates at, you know, 23, 24, 25. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I tried to push um, just so I can fast, uh, fast pace the, the whole process, mm-hmm. but I was being unrealistic. So I kind of had to step back. It was frustrating, but I realized that I needed to step back. So I actually took it a year or two years off uni. Mm. Um, and the best two years <laughs> yeah. taken what off. did you do in those two um, years um i actually during that time that's when i got deeper into my relationship with god started working on my relationship with uh, my family um i dated as well mm. so i kind of got to know myself like yeah. in different environments and different what contexts you liked, and stuff. What you didn't like. yeah and during that time as well i was kind of like going through a heartbreak after mm. the relationship and then so that waiting period it wasn't called for but <laughs> but you um, did your best. yeah like I I knew that it was time for me to wait um mm. regardless of whether I'm gonna I ended up graduating at 27 mm. but looking back I'm like I'm glad I did because I rushed myself and like I need to graduate by this age and stuff and a lot yeah. of people do that yeah uh, you think that you know Everybody graduates. Exactly. It's because you all finish school together. Uh-huh. So then you see, you're like, okay, so we all expected to graduate together. You yeah. Know, like go through all the stages through life. Yeah. But really, that's not how it is. Mm. But um, I was talking about like once you experience what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I ended up actually switching courses as well. Oh. Um, so in that waiting period, I got to experience and research on what I liked and what I wanted for myself Mm -hmm. and my career and stuff. And um, that ended me in like the best job ever, (laughs) like literally before graduation. Wow. So it reminded, I was like, if I didn't wait, I would have been in a different career field, Mm -hmm. probably preparing to go back to school because (laughs) there's no job, (laughs) Yeah, you know, or I didn't like it Mm -hmm. or just waiting around and trying to figure out what God wants me to do in that period. So, yeah, I looked back and I was like, wow, you really made me wait for a reason and this is it. Super grateful. Oh, that's good. But what about when you're waiting and it seems like you're not, it's not having like a positive effect and you're just like, what's actually going on? Like, what's the point? <laughs> like, I should have just done things my way. Yeah. Um, Relationships? <laughs> yes, like, um, probably relationships wise. Probably that's yeah. the most relatable one. Um, mm-hmm. I've been... I've been in and out of relationships, mm-hmm. um, unsuccessful. And I think oftentimes when your relationships are unsuccessful and you look around, people are like getting married in six months and stuff. <laughs> you're like, I feel like this year was a year of marriage. Me? Everyone's <laughs> getting engaged or married. I'm Is like, what's going on? You know, <laughs> in relation to that question, I would say I have been waiting in the single season for the longest time, mm-hmm. whether intentionally or not, I don't know. But I think mm-hmm. now I am intentionally. And there are times when a relationship would end and I'm like, this is really frustrating because I really thought this was the one one. god fearing and stuff Mm. and now i'm learning that just because man it's god fearing Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that everything else is sticked off and stuff um and i think um as a christian the hardest part about that is when you put yourself out there to date again Mm -hmm. and you have to tell them what's on the table yeah and what isn't yeah and then it's like, okay, we're not going to do sex mm-hmm. know, before marriage and all these kind of things. And then they try to play it cool mm. uh, for the first few months and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The going gets tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, actually, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. It makes you question. Well, it makes me question, like, am I ever going to find a man that's actually mm. intentional in waiting yeah. you know, until yeah. marriage yeah. and stuff? And it, it, it just gets really frustrating because it's like, okay, 
I see people finding these men. Mm-hmm. So that's giving me the hope. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe I'm not positioning myself <laughs> in the right environments. Yeah. But, you know, where I am now, I'm like, God just wants me to focus on my single season, mm-hmm. work on myself, yeah. work on serving others in the areas that he wants me to. That man will come in alignment exactly. with where, where I'm at. And I do believe that maybe God is working on him right now. Mm. Uh, or maybe he's not even like Christian at the moment. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it's frustrating. Even now it is frustrating because I'm like, yes, I, I try not to think about it because I'm like, I'm almost two years away from 30. And mm. I'm like, eh, is this what I wanted for myself yeah. and stuff? But it goes back to trusting God. If God says you're going to get married at 31, 32, you yeah. can't change that Who plan. You? you really yeah. can't. And if you end up like Abraham and trying <laughs> to help God out, you might end up into a divorce. Yeah. I don't want to be a baby mama. You know, so um, it is frustrating being in the um, single season. Mm. But I think what I'm learning to do now is to change that um, from being frustrating to just what can I do? <laughs> what can I do to just make the most of it? And yeah. I remember I was having a conversation with um, a mate who was talking about like some people that were married and well, a particular friend that was married and felt like there was a void mm. where they were so used to like their man being around and stuff. And they questioned themselves like, have I done anything just yeah. to be in my own company and stuff during my single season and stuff. And I'm like, I actually don't <laughs> think I do I that 24 seven. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you know what, I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing now because mm-hmm. once I get there, exactly. I'm not going to look back and say I missed my single season. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm working towards. I'm mm-hmm. working towards achieving everything that I want during this time, like going on my Jesus dates and yeah. going <laughs> on like whatever it is and stuff. Yeah. Um, so once that man comes, I'm not looking back and saying, oh, I really yeah. wish I had my own time and stuff. So, mm-hmm. But it is still frustrating. Yeah, no, it is. I can imagine like, especially the dating scene now, it's in hell. In, <laughs> <laughs> you could say it. If, if there's nothing lower than hell, it's brr, it's crazy. You know? And you always see some people who maybe they don't hold the same values that you do, and yet they seem like they're thriving. And mm-hmm. you're like, should I, am I be I in not, the streets? Exactly. Yeah. Like, am and I my standards too high? Exactly. Like, right. And you're just like, wait, but they're succeeding, yeah. mm-hmm. not following like yeah some principles. Yeah. And here I am trying to like follow principles and. It seems like I'm getting nowhere. Like, it's tough. It is. I try not to do that anymore. (laughs) Because, like, you don't know what they're doing to get what they have. You know, so just focus on your work with God (laughs) and hearing from Him Mm -hmm. and just leave it at that. I think for me, the most frustrating part about being single is having people who are married, (laughs) people who are in relationships, try to advise you and tell you, oh, you're not trying enough. Excuse me. Like just shots. because you're married doesn't make you like a mm. marriage counselor all of a sudden <laughs> and yeah. things are harder now they are like you know yeah i think it's really not talked about enough like i don't know where some people will be finding their people i don't know maybe they're praying <laughs> differently maybe maybe <laughs> i need like search up sierra's prayer like that yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. focus on your own prayer because that's I, true i, I don't know it's yeah. it's just it's hard because I think like I want to embrace their advice and stuff, but mm-hmm. at the same time I want them to understand that um, it's not as easy for yeah. me as it was perhaps for you, um, and yeah. yeah, like I want a man and stuff, yeah. but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna go through like denying my faith or deciding that okay now I'll try out sex mm-hmm. before marriage just yeah, because I, just, I want to keep the man mm-hmm. or because I'm headed in my thirties like I'm yeah. not gonna do that so it's about trusting. Mm. Mm. And it's about like sticking to what you like, what you believe, yeah, and not compromising. Because mm, I think yeah. like during the waiting time, you can find yourself compromising, yes, to some like warped reality mm. that you're helping things progress. Like yes. maybe don't they say like the definition of insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different outcomes. Yeah, yeah. So like maybe if you switch things up, maybe mm. you get a different outcome. I don't know about that. <laughs> like I've been told, I have high standards and mm. um by who like guys or girls by an ex oh um and some guy some guy friends as well so it's mostly guy, um, guy friends yeah mostly guy friends like my girls are like yes kids <laughs> are out there like yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> <laughs> while they're happily married and you're like <laughs> i know it's like do i take your advice or should i, I just, just like, <laughs> you know cut them off slice off layers <laughs> and stuff <laughs> but um at first the old me would be like oh that's not a compliment 
Mm. But now, if you tell me that, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. It's a compliment. Exactly. It just shows that what I've been working on is now finally, you know, mm. someone's experiencing that and it's good. Yeah. It might not be good for you, but it's good for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and actually that's one of the reasons as to why my, one of my relationships ended because apparently my standards were too high. You know, did they not know that before getting into the relationship? Why like did I that said, come as a shock? People oftentimes say yes mm. to everything that you bring up during the dating phase and mm-hmm. stuff. And then they don't realize how real it is for you. Yeah. You know, because for me, once I tell you something on the first few dates, mm-hmm. that's it. It still stands. I'm not going to change my mind and I don't want to have yeah. a conversation about it unless if it's the compromisable things that mm-hmm. we can just work around and stuff. So Yeah. But I think as well, like with the high standards, it shows that you value yourself. Like mm. I think right now hearing you talk and everything like that, I can see that you know your worth. Mm-hmm. You know that you're God's child yep. mm-hmm. and you're his princess. Yep. And yeah. you like try to raise yourself knowing your value. Mm-hmm. You're not going to let anyone come and not tell you yeah. that yeah. you're a princess yeah. or whatever. So I feel like sometimes people expect for you to lower yourself mm-hmm. and forget because I don't know, I feel like sometimes as well, especially in the society, a lot of girls forget who they are. Absolutely, yeah. And could be upbringing or whatever, or mm. maybe parents have now divorced or mm-hmm. whatever, but they forget who they are. Yeah. So they seek validation from mm-hmm. a male yeah. and everything like that, which is so sad because it is. you mm-hmm. end up putting yourself in situations that yeah. you didn't really expect to Absolutely, and I think the only person you, se- you should seek validation from is God. Because mm-hmm. as someone who knows you better than mm-hmm. anybody else, your parents, mm-hmm. whoever, you, even yourself. So um, I I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're there's back and forth when you receive advice from people and you're mm-hmm. like, am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? And I think um, when you hearing you speak, it reminds me of the topic of fifty fifty these days <laughs> and, <laughs> and how girls are kind of stepping up and saying, actually, I want this and I expect this. Oh yes, yes. See, yes. Now my thing is, mm-hmm. if you can give yourself that, you're in your rights to ask for it. Mm-hmm. But if you can't. <laughs> then <laughs> I don't know. I guess people can call you a gold digger because no. because that's what that's what some people are saying. It's like, oh, well, I have a, I had a conversation with someone mm. yesterday, and they were like, oh, people are calling me a gold digger and stuff, and I'm like, I don't agree with that yeah. because I'm not okay with people obviously calling people names, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was like, look, if you know your worth, like mm-hmm. you said, um, and that's what you stand by, mm-hmm. then maybe that person isn't for you and they're not understanding because it's easy to call names and stuff Mm -hmm. just because you're projecting your insecurity and stuff. But in these terms, like we're back in the days, I don't understand why it's very easy for people to be calling names and stuff. And the conversations are just going back and forth and stuff. And it's just like, "Mm -mm, let's not do that. Let's not. But I think as well, because you know, sometimes if like you having high standards, people think you're up yourself. Like mm, they think true. you're like, you, you think all you're that? all that, yeah. you know, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like, but How it's really, kind of yeah, yeah. Like, are you a celebrity? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, no, I just have respect for yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's usually people who can't or don't meet the standards. Yeah. So like you said, it is projecting it. They see their insufficiency, their lack. And absolutely. They're trying to like, I don't know, gaslight you into mm-hmm. thinking that you're too much, like yeah. you're doing too much. And Maybe if you like lowered yourself, you could find what you're looking for kind of thing. But yeah, now that high standards, we need to have high standards, like bring back high standards because we, some people really be settling for the barest minimum. And yeah, it's, it's sad when society is telling you things need to be this way. We kind of forgetting and straying away from how things were meant to be Mm -hmm. and they were designed by God to begin with. Yeah. You know, men are forgetting their roles. They are. And it makes it hard for women to embody the roles that they were meant and created for. Mm-hmm. And so you have now there's an imbalance, yeah. you know, and a woman obviously is not going to stand back and watch her kids or family fall apart. Mm-hmm. She's going to step up and um, get two, three jobs if it means providing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back to just knowing your roles um, and different things work for different marriages and stuff whatever works for you that's fine Mm -hmm. but as long as you know your role then there shouldn't be um, a problem so right now I'm in like a time period with I have to wait but Mm -hmm. it's the type of wait not like knowing what is going to happen Mm -hmm. in the future and how long this could be so I I don't know I'm I'm just in the unknown because it's like something that means a lot to me or I got news that I wasn't expecting about it. Mm. And then knowing that what I've been told could actually impact my future. 
So it's the time period of going like, but God, where are you mm. yeah. in the moment? What's your plan for me with this? Yeah. And I can say there's a lack of trust, but in the way of I'm scared for myself and not knowing where this could go and how long it could be and what the process mm-hmm. that it could take. So that's the whole thing with me at the moment with mm. the whole God's timing thing. Yeah. Mm. It's it's hard. I think you kind of answered your question by saying it's it could be a trust thing, mm. but it goes back to trusting. But I think it's even harder hearing you say that um, you kind of know what the outcome would be. Because then you're like anticipating and you're just like, yeah. does that make the weight worse? I think so, because it's like, it's one of those ones if it can go two ways, you know, kind of thing like that. And then knowing going, okay, so if I go to all the certain things I need to do for it, mm-hmm. what's the go? It's like, for example, going, you can do the assignment, right? But then now you're waiting for the result to mm-hmm. see if you pass. So now it's for me, it's waiting for the results to see where that would go. Mm-hmm. If I've passed or failed, if I have to repeat the unit or whatever it could be yeah. in that scenario. Yeah, I kind of just feel like because... I'm nervous, I'm scared, mm. the lack of trust. I'm struggling in that faith with mm-hmm. God kind of thing like that mm-hmm. because in the back of my head, it's going, but I want this. I want to know about this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. So can I ask, is it about um, you changing what you're doing prior to the outcome or is it an outcome that you would prefer to be different? For example, it's related to health. Right. It's, it's an outcome that I wasn't expecting to get it in general. Right. I see. Mm. In that sense. So then... Now that I've gotten it, because obviously sometimes you wouldn't know, I didn't think that would happen to me, whatever. Mm. But then it's an outcome as well going, whatever, this could affect me, for example, having children Mm. and whatever it could be growing Mm. later on. So then as well, I'm in the process of accepting it too, Mm. because obviously I have to go through treatments for it. Yes, But I'm nervous for the treatments Mm. for it. I don't know how long it's going to take for, what the route would be. Didn't think I'll be put in the situation for it as well. Yeah. Like, and then you're questioning why, why me? And then just the whole timing of the picture of the long term, the short term yeah. mm-hmm. of everything or is going to be the expenses, mm. like things I just didn't expect yeah. to mm-hmm. be going through. Absolutely. Yeah. Or the goals that I thought I'd be yeah. reaching mm. towards knowing, yeah. oh, I wanted to reach these certain goals, but now I'm going to have to put money aside to mm. whatever it, like the, what the health treatment is. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So for yeah. me, it's kind of like, where yeah. are you God yeah. in the picture? Mm. 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 And so it's that, a valid question. It mm. reminds me of the woman that had the blood issue mm-hmm. that waited for like years and years mm. and yeah. stuff. And I think it goes back to trusting. Mm. And but I feel like it's so easy to always say trust, like have faith, but like practically, like how do you navigate that space? Like now, like this is a mm, real issue. Yeah, now I think it. In addition to trusting, just believing that God is limitless, Mm. right, and He will come through for you in that moment. Obviously, you're wondering, God, when God. It's all about going back to the Bible and uh, people that experience things that you would never imagine then come coming out of. Um, but in reality sense, at the same time, you're thinking finances, you're thinking about mm-hmm. your future, you're thinking about like all these things that are at play um, in conjunction to what you have lined up mm-hmm. for that future that you're aspiring to, right? Yeah. Girl, it's hard. It is a hard one. Because, you know what I mean? Because like, for example, if like I know, for example, there's been times in my life to wait, like, for example, year 11, year 12 was a pretty rough like season for me deciding mm. about career choices, kind of thing like that. But then at least I knew it was like, by the end of year 12, I'll kind of have an idea where to go. Do you yeah. know where I'm coming from? But then like you, waiting eight years for a citizenship? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? That's There's no time period to that. Exactly. So it's kind of like, I can get it tomorrow or I can get it later on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, like, I don't know, like, where are we? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Am I from the start? Exactly. Or like, is it journey yeah. going to be short? I mm-hmm. think for me, it's come on, Lord. Yeah. And then you're struggling because sometimes in like my devotion life, you feel like you've got that elephant in the room because mm-hmm. it's like, you're praying to God, you're doing your devotion life, but then you're kind of frustrated in that sense. Like, yeah. you're mm-hmm. like, I still want to have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I still want to have you in my life, yeah. but yeah. I'm frustrated. Obviously, like, I would voice it in my prayer, but it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I still don't feel mm. you yeah. in yeah. my life at the moment. Like yeah. I don't want it to start becoming like I'm doing my devotion like just for a chore because I've been doing this as a habit. Yeah. Mm. Or do I actually want to be in your presence? Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. at the moment? Yeah. Because I'm waiting for your timing. Mm-hmm. But do I actually want to be in your presence? Yeah. Mm. Or am I doing this because I've grown up in a Christian home and I'm so used to you know, praying before going to bed, doing a devotion, going to bed. Mm-hmm. But do I actually, you know, like mentally, do I yeah. feel like Are I want to be in your yeah. 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 Or am I just doing it to 
tick the box. Exactly. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah. yeah. And just another thing about timing. I think like we've been talking about it from the perspective of like waiting, but also like timing of things happening to you. Mm -hmm. That's also like another aspect to like think about, just like you're saying right now with your um, questioning God's timing, like right now, like why, why now? I was actually encouraged um, the other day I went to the worship night and my sister was talking to this guy who recently like graduated from nursing and she he was telling her his testimony yeah. and she was like so moved by it. So when we were driving back and she was telling me like, oh, this is what um, he went through. And just to see like God's timing, like everything, it mm. was roadblock after roadblock for him. Like that's all he could see. But when he was able to like take a step back and when everything like fell into place, it made sense. Like mm-hmm. God's timing made sense. Um, so now for you, I feel yeah. like you're thinking, why? Why now? Mm, why me yeah. kind of thing? But yeah. when things start to fall in place, those roadblocks, mm. I think it won't be roadblocks. Yeah. It'll be just yeah. the timing. I shared about the citizenship thing, mm-hmm. uh, but not the how it happened and stuff. And typically when you when you come to Australia and stuff, mm-hmm. they give you about four years. You know, yeah, before you can yeah. Apply, yeah. And a lot of people when I tell them, like, why did it take you that long? Yeah, because like, people get like that, like yeah. it's so quick. Like once they've reached their four mm. years, yeah. boom. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I had people that got their citizenship like like in a blink of an eye. Mm. And when I actually got an invite for my interview mm-hmm. um, after that four year mark, oh. I went in, and there was this lady that uh, called up my ticket. She, bless her heart, <laughs> she asked me for my identity documents and stuff. Yeah. I brought all my identity documents from Australia and stuff. And I had some from Uganda, yeah. but it wasn't like passport or whatever. And then she's like, oh, actually, I need an ID from Uganda to prove that whoever is sitting in front of me is who applied for this. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because yeah. I'm here and you have everything that I submitted on the system. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. And I feel like those departments, you just don't want to say anything mm-hmm. that like, yeah. you They'll know, write it down your record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, let me call my uncle. I was like, they're asking me for this. What do yeah. I not have? And I'm like, this is all I have. This is all ID and stuff. She's like, yeah, but this is from Australia. I was like, but it's ID mm-hmm. and it's my photos and stuff. She's like, oh, you need something like a police clearance from Uganda and stuff. I've been here for like exactly. four plus years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and so anyways, that's how I ended up being sent home without doing the interview. And I had to go through the application process all over again. again. And timing, girl, timing is very like vital, but also important. And you get to realize why you had to wait mm. um and when the process all started so obviously at the moment i'm building because it's been it's been a long journey mm. and I think <laughs> when i say it now i'm like oh, you know i would have done yeah like, <laughs> like a sigh of relief. yeah yeah but um yeah so that all happened and i'm like you know what I don't know if my papers are going to come through, mm. but I do know that where I'm at in life, I still need like a shelter and stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to be in my parents' house forever. Yeah. Um, so I started, I went to like a home open with my friend yeah. and then I looked at houses like, I like this. <laughs> I like that land. Cool. Mm. I literally did everything back to back. I signed up on the land. I was like, hold wow. that for me. I don't even have no papers. <laughs> I don't have no money in my account. So you're I'm walking in like, faith. Yes. Walking in faith. Literally walking in faith. And I'm trusting and hoping that the papers come through because that will help me, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously once that's done, you need to apply for the government um, grant, yeah. which requires your citizenship yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff. Mind you, I also had issues with my name because they needed to like change the format and stuff. Wow. So I'm like, God. I literally cried throughout the whole process because I was like, God, you give me two steps ahead Mm -hmm. and then five steps backwards. Mm. Like, what's the point of this? Are you trying to teach me a lesson? If so, what is the (laughs) lesson? I I know that feeling. (laughs) Like, I've got a story after after you continue saying that. You know, and I'm so frustrated Mm -hmm. to the point where that I went into my, like, my biggest fast ever. You know, usually it's just like, like cheeky fast you know yeah. like i did a bit of research and i'm like okay i'm gonna do a no food fast right wow. just like drinks and stuff mm-hmm. um and i started off by i want to do this because i want something mm-hmm. right and then a day into it i was like no i'm doing this because i want to trust and get closer to god mm. regardless of whether he's going to give me what i want or not you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm trusting that i'm going to step in and trust that whatever the outcome is 
even if it's not what I want to hear, yeah. you'll be okay. With yes, it. I'll be okay with it. And I think that's what that's that's more that's what's more important in that situation where you like be ready to hear an answer that you might not necessarily be expecting or wanting from God, mm-hmm. but also trusting that it's for a reason. Mm. So anyways, and everything's all, it's all happening and it's all working mm-hmm. out. I'm calling my mom and I'm like, I'm tired of this. This is not even my fault. Yeah. You guys put in the papers for me and now I'm having to chase yeah. everything down. Um, and it was two weeks in. Um, at this point, settlements um, agents are telling me, this is how much we want in your account and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. At the same token, I need my citizenship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I need payment. <laughs> there's no way I could see that happening in two weeks. Wow. Girl, after that conversation, there's like this reassurance after my fast and stuff. And I was like, whatever the outcome is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be happy and okay with where I'm at with God mm-hmm. and what he has aligned for my life. Right. Mm. So I walked to my car and I went through my emails because as an adult, that's something that you do nowadays. (laughs) It's like a social media now. Literally. You take it daily. (laughs) And there was an email inviting me for my citizenship. But before that, (laughs) before that, I got Mm -hmm. invited for the citizenship test. Mm -hmm. Right. And I literally didn't have any hope because I was like the first time around they sent me away ID. I still don't have that ID document because I, I don't know what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. I can't get it. I rocked up to the interview. The dude that called out my ticket did not even require any ID documents. So he's God like, working. okay, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Great. You're ready to go. I sat there and I stared at this man. He was probably thinking I'm crazy. I'm like, here's is what it took. Four years, right? I am running around like a headless chicken. Three jobs in one. I'm not probably seeing my house for like four or five days a week because... Yeah. From, from work, I have to go to uni and uni back to work and stuff, you know? It was just chaotic and I, I had to take it all in. I did my test. It was all good. Two weeks, that's when the letter came in. And that's and when I, your settlement was. Yeah. And I sent it to my mom and she's like, no way. I called my broker. He's like, that is very weird. We've never had that happen before. And I really wanted to tell him, like, it's my guy. <laughs> yeah, so you my should dad. have. You should have said, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I knew it was going to happen. And uh, fast forward, even the settlement agents were like, actually, we're going to apply for an extension for you. Oh, wow. I was like, who does that? Like, yeah. Everybody wants to get their money. Exactly. Yeah. Who does no. that? And the way everything aligned in that moment, I was like, God, I thank you for making me wait. Mm-hmm. I thank you for working on my heart and working on this relationship that I have with mm. you now. Mm-hmm. It's stronger than ever. And that's because I had to kind of go through everything that I had to go through, you know. So it's it's hard. Mm. And I feel like try and focus on what you can do Mm -hmm. and leave the rest to God. Because like we spoke about earlier on, we we really can't do what God can do. Yeah, yeah. We can never do that. And it's it's very easy to standing on the outside to Mm -hmm. say, oh, do this, do that. Because we can never understand what you're going through. Mm -hmm. We can never understand what it feels like. But your God is a big God. Exactly. He's a big God. God. Trust me. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it reminded me of a story of last year. Mm. That was one thing that I would say. That took my faith on another level. And like sometimes I'm trying to remind myself going like, God, if God was able to do that, he can do mm. this for me. Last year, I planned to go to the UK and everyone was laughing at my faces. <laughs> and I'm not going to say any names right here. Someone in the room. So basically, I bought my ticket for the UK probably two months before I was meant to go. Mm. Let's keep in mind. I bought a ticket for the UK without a passport. Yeah. Wow. yeah. She did not have a passport. I didn't even have a passport. She's but crazy. you know what? I wanted to go back to see my family. Yay. And, you know. <laughs> now I think about it, I'm just You're like crazy. crazy. <laughs> Anyways. I'm my parents agreed with me. Okay, so I think it was everyone. <laughs> anyway, so we're buying a ticket for the UK kind of thing like that. And I used my British passport. Mm. But actually, in January, we just got our citizenship. So obviously, to leave Amen. the country, you have to. Yeah, thank oh, you. Congratulations. Have to, thank you. You had to um, obviously exit. You have to use Australian passport yeah anyways it was back then you know last year when everyone was applying for australian passports but that yeah. it was so slow yeah. pace with covid and everything yeah. like that so anyways a week before i'm meant to fly out my passport is still this, not like, here call this girl and um she's like yeah i'm flying out. i'm like have you got your passport and she's like no nope. and i'm like you're crazy like what? <laughs> where are you? you're not going anywhere so i'm like okay and now it's been eight weeks wow and i was like okay now I'm getting a bit stressed, you know, because I'm now having family from the UK messaging me going like, 
okay, so when are you coming over? Can you? We're gonna pick you from the airport. This is what the plan is, and I'm coming like at this point, I don't even know. If I'm yeah, like you know what I mean. But you, I wasn't gonna tell them. So my mom was like, just keep quiet, just keep quiet, just keep quiet. You know, just keep quiet. So I'm kind of like, so I'm seeing all my aunties, my uncles messaging my cousins, and you know when you're reading the messages but you're mm. not replying. Yeah, that's just yeah. like I can't, I can't reply right now. Like you, you don't even yeah. know the situation. So I'm like, you know, just leaving it, leaving it, leaving it. And they're like calling my phone. And I'm just ignoring, it, I'm ignoring. It. And it's a sensitive topic right now. You know, a week before I come up to Perth. Because I actually live in Bunbury. So I come up mm. to Perth and I go to the office in the city. I arrive at... So this office at eight, like opening at 8.30. Mm-hmm. I arrive at 8 o'clock. Tell me why the queue is already past the door. Oh! I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I'm here, sitting there, you know, kind of thing like that. And it's cold. Mm-hmm. I was in that line for four hours. Wow. That's Thank crazy. God, one of my friends works in the city and she goes, I'm going to bring you lunch. And she brought me lunch and then her mum came to visit her later on and got me a drink. And I was like, that was so sweet. Aww. And everything. Got to the line and I'm like, okay, so can you tell me how far my application is? And she mm. goes, I actually don't know at the moment. Like looking at our computer system, you might actually miss your flight next week. And I was like, what do you mean? She mm. goes, I can't guarantee anything. And I'm like, can I pay priority? Can I get an emergency passport? Can mm-hmm. I do something? Yeah. And then she goes, you can still pay priority, but I'm not guaranteed, like, you're not guaranteed anything. So I'm like, so I'm going to pay for something that I might not be guaranteed. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? Let's just do it. Kind yeah. of thing like that. So then I'm like, okay, whatever. And now I'm like stressed. Like, yeah. you know, I'm testing my mom. Like, I'm like, I might not be going. And she's like, no, like, my mom like has so much faith. She was mm, like, no, if God found the tickets for you. The tickets were within your budget. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? It's meant to be. And I'm kind of like, mom, like, like, I don't know. And then like, you're talking to people. And then some people are like, if it doesn't happen, I guess it's not meant to be. And mm. I was like, every time I kept hearing that, I was mm. getting angry. Because mm. I was just like, but why, God, would you provide me the ticket yeah. for something within my budget? It worked so well with the schedule. Mm. What do you mean? Like, you know, and like people kept saying, if it's not meant to be, it's okay to accept it. It's not meant to be, it's okay, accept it. And you've got the point I'm hearing, I'm getting angry at, yeah. at you particularly. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, no, no, no. I'm going, I'm going. And I'm stubborn. So I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no. I'm not accepting that. No, no. Three days before I was meant to fly out. People are like, so you got your passport? <laughs> you're, you know, yeah. you're in church, at you know? this point, block them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. At church, block you know, them. everyone's like, you're not meant to be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, you know, just keep praying, you know. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. And people, people legit sort of crazy. They're going, oh, like, so you got your passport? Yeah, people are saying a prayer request, I'll pay for my passport. And everyone's like, but you meant to be leaving. I'm like, just pay for my passport. <laughs> don't, don't ask, ask questions. me questions, you know. And yeah. I remember especially Queen Ed, she, she actually called me. And she was like, I think it was like close to it. And she, mm-hmm. I think it was like four days before. And she goes, got your passport yet? And I was like, no. And she goes, so where do you think you're going? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going. <laughs> she was so defiant. She's like, "Yeah, I'm going." I'm like, okay. I love that. Okay. I love that. And then she's like, "Kids, like," and I'm like, "Yeah." And then I was at work, and I got an email saying, "Your passport has arrived. Please come and collect." I'm Yo. telling you, I collected it a day before I was meant to fly Yo. out, and I literally collected it. And the lady's like, "Do you want to check your name?" I said, "No, no, I'm not don't worry it. about it. Don't worry about it. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be it." <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Sure, it's correct." I was like, it'll be, "It's okay. <laughs> Thank you." And I legit remember walking out of that office and I cried. Wow. I was like, "That was my God." Mm. I was like, "I got Amen. a passport three days before I was meant to fly out," mm. and that for me, I was like. It was meant to be for yeah. me to go on that trip. And mm. it was my first solo trip by myself. And I learned so much mm. and everything like that. And now yeah. I know why I went on the trip and yeah. what was the reason. But mm. back then, yeah. that was a really big struggle for me. And I oh, saw wow. God's work. And it's because people just think you're crazy going yeah. like, yeah. T, where are you going? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I know I'm crazy, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to like, like remind myself. Going like, mm. God was able to do that. I got yeah. a passport three days of mental before flying out. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yeah. It reminds me of stories of um a lot of women that share the stories about like their birth journeys and stuff. Mm. Doctors telling them actually you're not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do that. And then they come through with that bang of like a testimony, and it's like, God won't he do it? Big. <laughs> yeah, our yeah. God is big. Mm. You know, definitely. It's, nah. it's it's amazing. Yeah, like it was something that I was so surprised. I was, I was willing to like you know three days before I was just willing to go. Oh, I guess I'm not going anymore. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. give up. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing like that, and like take that. And I was like maybe money that I've lost, I lost it. Like mm. you know, mm. kind of thing like that. But now I think back, I was like no. Mm. 
But I think it's like a mindset thing. Just like you said, you had purpose in your mind, like whether the outcome is good or not, mm. I'm still going to serve yeah. God. Like whether it's just like the Hebrew boys said, whether God saves us or not, that's still my God kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I think your mindset and your mindset of being like, nah, God is going to come through. Mm. Like <laughs> yeah. he has to come through kind yeah. of thing. And I think that's kind of like what helped you through that yeah. waiting kind of thing because you had made up in your mind that you know what whether it's whatever the outcome is or whether it's i know god is gonna do it Mm. and that's what helped you through that so i think it's a mindset situation as well like it's it's not easy but i think yeah like it's just a good reminder of having the faith and you know like declaring to god what you would like Mm. yeah and everything like that and being like i know at the end of the day it's your hand but i'm trusting you with this Mm -hmm. it gives you the power to speak that over your life as well Mm -hmm. like no 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 no, i'm not going to be person that's just you know going to be defeated by this Mm. my god is a big god so Mm. we're trusting gonna come through and i guess like you said like it might not be the outcome that you want but listening to whatever the outcome is Mm. because sometimes it's good to like ignore because you're like no that's not what i wanted (laughs) let's do it again (laughs) i'm gonna give you one more chance (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's just really encouraging like hearing stories of like how god has like come through in a big way i'm like dang yeah God really is real. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He is, girl. And yeah. yeah. But it's something that I feel like we should all talk about what God's done for each other because it helps encourage us. Mm. Yeah. You know, like knowing that, okay, I'm not the only one who's struggling here yeah. in this area. And don't be afraid to bring your frustrations to God because mm. he really wants to rule you. Yeah. So that he knows, like he hears your cry. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I'm actually frustrated. Yeah. This is not what I want for myself. And I know this is not what you want for me. Mm. But trusting that those... There was a, a night we went to a, a church and this lady was talking about like this girl that was also waiting on papers because that's a big thing for most of us, eh? And he asked her, he, um, she asked her, have you asked God what his will for your life is? Whether mm. he wants you to be here or back home? And she's like, no, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of question is that? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just focused on yeah, getting, getting my papers thinking. to be here. It's like, maybe you should try doing that. Mm. And she went and prayed and stuff. She came back. She was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm just praying for God's will over my life and stuff. Mm. A couple of weeks later, she went back home and there was a job waiting for her. Wow. Wow. Like one of the biggest jobs. Wow. I was like, sometimes we forget to ask God, maybe in fear as well of mm. what his will on our life is. Mm-hmm. Because again, it goes back to getting that answer. You don't want to, yeah. you don't want to hear. Yeah. yeah. But really it's also comforting to hear mm. that. You know, when he's like, that's not what I want for you, mm-hmm. you know, just. And even if you like really want something so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. But mm. everything is like aligning towards it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and you just like make connecting the dots that aren't even there. And you're like, this, this is meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Is it meant to be or is it your voice? Exactly. Is it you telling yourself that? In the situation, I could be so impatient. I'm stubborn too. So obviously I would like it being my way or the highway. Yeah. Mm. And then. Sometimes when it's like God could be telling me something else, I'm like, mm, like you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, you know, like it's always gone this way. Like, yeah. but it, it's hard because it's something that like I need to work on. Yeah, and I'm working on to you know be patient, get rid of the stubbornness. Mm. You know, like then he's so far I can take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. oh the waiting guys, especially because we live you mentioned in such a fast paced society. Yeah, and with social media as well like you see everyone like kind of getting all their dreams that Mm. all your dreams and you're like wow they're getting that like quickly why is it taking so long (laughs) like what's wrong with me kind of thing like everyone's buying a house and you're like wow Mm, i need to buy a house everyone's like doing stuff in their careers everyone's like traveling like i think there's a season of travel like everyone's traveling everyone's packing their bags and like am i doing something wrong yeah should i be somewhere exactly (laughs) and it's like that pressure i think like pressure also like comes in do you ever feel like pressure from your family in regards to your relationship aspect like pressure to settle down like fully no wow um i think maybe they're afraid of telling me (laughs) 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 they don't know how to break it to you i haven't no i haven't although the pressure does come from like uh, maybe friends and mm. acquaintances and it's like Why? Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. who's running it not me but yeah. I'm actually glad that um my mom hasn't um like pressured me in oh, any way or even asked me like so when are you settling down <laughs> yeah. um if yeah. anything she encourages me to just go for whatever it is that I'm like I'm pursuing and stuff mm-hmm. um maybe one day we'll get to have that conversation when I'm like hitting my 30s <laughs> she'll be like them grandkids so. yeah. <laughs> 
And are you uh, like the oldest? Or like I'm the oldest, yeah. The, oh. I'm the oldest. So, uh, But at the same time, I'm like, maybe my sister is going to end up getting married before me. Because like the way things are going, like obviously mm. I'm trusting and believing that. Yeah. Come 30, <laughs> I'll be getting married. Yeah, I'm um, a big way. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm definitely not in a rush. Mm. I'm I'm waiting on something specific mm-hmm. and I'm trusting God to yeah. provide me that one thing. So if it means waiting for the next two, three years, that's okay. And yeah. it's just a matter of, I guess, having to explain and break it down to people that, look, my journey is not your journey. Exactly. This is different and I'm trusting my journey and mm. I'm trusting that God is working through it. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. You need to know God's voice. You need to be able to decipher how God is mm. talking to you and the ways God talks to you. Because mm. um, obviously that differs like, between everyone like the way god talks to me isn't the way he's gonna talk to you guys um so understanding is this actually god's voice that i'm hearing or is this like some subconscious is this like my fear is this my something deep inside Mm. that i'm projecting or is it god yeah you know people people be saying saying god all the time but like is that actually god if it contradicts god's word i'm inclined to believe that's not god talking to you Mm. because god ain't a liar one thing he never does yeah. <laughs> is lie. So no, but this has been really fun. Thank you for being really vulnerable. And not a lot of people actually like share what they're waiting on yeah. and like the struggles that they have had. So thank you for sharing that with us and encouraging like someone who's mm. listening out there and even us like, yeah, yeah, really encouraging. What's one practical advice in regards to timing and waiting on God's time? And just this key point, what would you say? I would say play your part and allow God to play his. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I would say <laughs> wow, I like it's that. about what you do in the waiting season. Yeah, mm. that's a good one. I would say that it, from what I've like heard and everything like that, and I like especially what Molly said, that it's okay to say to God that you're frustrated, mm-hmm. but let him be in control of it mm. if it's out of your hands. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And then just be patient with the waiting. <laughs> be patient. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 100% feel like the waiting season is like a refining season. Like, oh, your character gets tested. <laughs> <laughs> your character gets it. tested. <laughs> like, brr. Anyway, thank you for joining us in this episode. Thank you once again to Molly, our very special guest. And... Yeah, I hope you've taken away something from this episode, anything at all. And keep the conversation going. Like, what are you waiting on God for? Let's share our testimonies, honestly, because there's power in testimonies and like letting people know what you've been through. Yeah. Thank you very much. Once again, if you want to get more of Molly, find her at her Instagram at Molly underscore Chirabo. Yes, but with a K. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So wait, it's the underscore sapia underscore lounge. Lounge, yeah. You got that. Yeah. Yes. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram as well. And yeah, keep up. We're back and we're better. I promise, guys. Yeah. This is the last time I'm going to say that. <laughs> Show some love. Bye. Bye.